Hello, welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. Oh, that's the best we've done. That is the best we've done. <laughs> that was... Ap- you know what? As a strike partnership, that just clicked. Yeah, yeah. We like Dwight York and Andy Cole in their pomp. I played you in there and it was waited. It was like a lovely Harry Kane pass that and then you just nailed it. Top corner. Lovely. lovely Composure. Stuff. Oh, that made me feel really good. Is <laughs> <laughs> that sad? And some more applause as well. There's been a lot of applause on today's show. It's nice. It seems like you know, it's quite polite. Well, you it's not as rowdy as it normally is. But you know what? What's interesting about that is obviously this has been the first week that fans have been allowed back in stadiums, and we've sort mm. of behaved as if we're back in a stadium. We're applauding more than we would have done usually. Yeah, it's true. We connect, we're so connected to the game we have indeed <laughs> yeah. become it. It pulses um, through our veins, man. Yeah. We uh, have a heck of a show for you today, including a very special guest, Ian Rankin, who is a, the, the famous writer of the Rebus books, also a Spurs fan, with uh, what I would say is a scoop regarding a former Prime Minister. Yeah, I know. Big Amazing. News. You heard it here first. When you pick up the tabloids on Monday morning, they're going to be full of this, and you're going to go, I heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. It's the big big exclusive everyone wanted. And I'll tell you this, it's filth. (laughs) It's not. Imagine if it was. People going, oh, my God, fast forward to the halfway bit. We've had some amazing... I, I know I say this a lot, but some of the funniest texts we've had... Yeah, yeah, it's been great. It's very good. And we've also switched teams (gasps) halfway through on the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, which is another first. Yeah, find out how that went. Um, because mm. it gets pretty tricky. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what more is there to say apart from enjoy the show? Brace yourselves, it's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. In the early kickoff in the Premier League, it is Burnley 1, Everton 1. There's about 20 minutes left there. And in the Championship, oh, it's Reading 2, Forest Hill. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Every teardrop is a waterfall by Coldplay, a song about Nottingham Forest 2020-2021 championship <laughs> campaign. Oh, yeah, dear. What is happening a, to our a, lives, a, a, a waterfall of tears. The trouble is we're on telly so much as well. You, there's no avoiding it at the moment. Every time we play, we look atrocious. Mind you, I mean, we've been down to 10 men since the 14th minute against Reading. You were doing pretty well this season. We never, we never really stood a chance in this game, have we? Oh, it's been just been, I'm wearing my forest shirt in the studio as well. I was like, oh, maybe I'll bring some luck. Last time we lost, I don't know what I was thinking, but there we are. We can't let it overshadow the show, so... No. It's just not fair on everyone else. No one else just move cares. On. We'll move on. No. Let's all just move on and talk about everything to do with football, apart from the game currently... I mean, there's still ten minutes to turn it around. That's how much of an idiot yeah. I am that I still have yeah. a flicker of hope. Um, but here, to preview, apart from the Reading Forest game, a red-hot day of football action... It's Matt Dyson. Yes, and it is a big day for the first weekend since early March, a full nine months ago. Football fans are being allowed back into grounds. You could have got pregnant and had a baby in the time we've had empty stadiums, but now the powers that be have given birth to atmosphere. A limited number of fans are allowed back into the grounds at 15 games in the English Football League today, depending on which tier they're in, to allay fears of (laughs) post-lockdown. Exactly. they fears of post-lockdown lariness. There are a lot of rules, uh, rules to follow for those lucky enough still to get in. Uh, supporters will be allowed to sing, but must remain socially distant, so the ground will look sparsely populated and there won't be much audible chanting. So, like a normal match day at Pride Park, really. Fans also being told they can't touch the ball if it comes near them during a game and they cannot approach players for autographs and selfies before or after matches. New conspiracy thought for the nut jobs Premier League footballers created the virus so they'd never have to mix with the great and washed again oh. get me Ike on line one okay? <laughs> um, ama- amazingly though uh, in an exemption to the current laws everywhere else 
supporters do not need to buy a substantial meal in order to drink alcohol in the concourse. Step away from the Scotch eggs. Football fans are being trusted to behave themselves. So the one place you can binge drink on an empty stomach with your mates until the cows come home is at a football match. (laughs) I see no problems arising from this. It's not like the game has a history of alcohol-related violence. West Ham against Man United and Chelsea leads later on in the first Premier League games to have some fans back. At three, though, there are no fans and no atmosphere at the Etihad where Man City face Fulham, meaning it will be like a, a home game for Fulham. Scott Parker sounding more and more, thank you, more and more like Mike Skinner from the streets in every post-match interview he does. I will have to stay positive after it looked like his side may have turned the page after their win at last last week. I can understand where people's, where people's uh, thinking is. Of course I can. I also think that scarred a little bit or that's helped a little bit from the last time we was here and there's certainly a narrative. And at the same time, you can see goals like we was conceding early on in the season. I, I, I get it, but... Um, Stop him if he's wrong. Stop him if he's wrong. <laughs> uh, he Genius. admits his geezers need excitement, Lovely. but hopes they won't be blinded by the floodlights <laughs> at the Etihad, uh, where you'd expect it to rain down goals once again after Man City's 5-0 thumping of Burnley on last week's show. Dyson, that was superb. Oh, my word. And it all twists, turns, satire, yeah. sin. I even got some applause. Oh, yeah, beautiful applause. It was magnificent. <laughs> yeah. um, just seven minutes left in the Forest game. Let's just stop talking about that and move on. Do text yeah. us. Let us, uh, let us know. 8, 12, 15, who you would like us to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. The best reason, of course, gets the support of the station of the nation. And as I should have said at the start, we're live! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Here at Absolute Radio, we have a station for every decade, but when it comes to Christmas songs, the golden era has to be the 1980s. So our sister station, Absolute 80s, wants to find out what is the best of the best. That's why from Monday, we are kicking off the World Cup of 80s Christmas songs. The first round will start on Monday morning on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show with two songs pitted against each other. You will then be asked to go online and vote for your favourite on Twitter. The winner will go through to the the next round. Will Wham win on penalties? Will Shaky shock the world? Will Band-Aid beat them all? Well, that, dear listener, will be up to you. Make sure you're listening to Absolute Radio all this week for the first round in the World Cup of 80s Christmas songs. Dyson, you love World Cups. You love the 80s. You love Christmas. Yeah. You love songs. I, do, yeah. I can't think yeah. of a tournament better suited to you. I know. I'm, I'm delighted. It's exciting, isn't it? I mean, you can, you're going to struggle to beat the Pogues and Kirsty McCall, aren't you, really? I mean, that's going to be... That's going to be a favourite going into well, this Well, you tournament. know, your, your whams, your pokeses, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're the bookies' favourites. But I think my favourite from the 80s was uh, One More Sleep Till Christmas from A Muppet's Christmas Carol. A lovely song. Uh, how does uh, that go? Kermit on lead vocals, after all. There's only one more sleep till Christmas. Christmas. Yes! You know it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great oh, song. Oh, that's a great show. I mean, I, I know it's an obvious one, but I would go for Band-Aid. Yes, well, I mean, I like that's the... also going to be up there, isn't it? But you know what, I think, and I know this is going to sound weird, but for me it's a bit like the Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight. I think there are all the little touches on it are right. They're all the little bits yes. that lift a song right. from like a four-star song to a five-star song. The drumming on it is fantastic. The little Christmas yeah. bells. Oh, man, yeah, the, the, and... the, the Bono bit. Mm, you know, it's yeah, got you're all right. the it... extra bits that make it a superb song, I think. Yeah, definitely. Not not the later. The later ones are okay, but the, the the one from the 80s really stood out as being head and shoulders above them, didn't it? You're right. Every single bit was perfect. Every single little vocal had oh. its own beautiful moment. But you're right. The ones that followed, let's be honest, are terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They were done for a very good cause. They raised a lot of money for very important things, but as yes. songs. Don't you can't yeah. cover a song like that. No Just do a new it. one. Do yeah, a new exactly. super group. Yeah. That's what it should do. The only person that added new lyrics was Dizzy Rascal, wasn't he, in the, in the latest one? He added some new lyrics to it. Everything else was still the same. Yes. Um, yeah, let's move on from that. There's a reason why <laughs> Absolute 80s are doing the World Cup of Christmas songs. It's because the 80s were the best, and we have proven that in this conversation. So make sure you're listening to Absolute Radio all this week for the first round of the World Cup of 80s Christmas songs. 
The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The early kickoff start over ended Burnley 1, Everton 1 in the Premier League and Reading 2, Forest 0 in the Championship. It's time now for Roy's Rants. You've been emailing us all week. Football at absoluteradio.co.uk. Tweeting us at RR Football. Keep your suggestions coming in through the week. Matt Dyson is now going to put your suggestions to yes. uh, the man himself via a yes. spirit guide. Okay, well, you summon him. Uh, I will uh, tell you that the question this week comes from Billy on Twitter, who wants to hear what Roy's take is on Secret Santa. I ain't got a problem with it. You know, it solves a lot of problems for me because the, the worst thing, after you like this, I want to buy presents for everybody, and then someone buys you a present, you think you weren't on my list. You know, and then you got to go run around buying presents for people you're not that bothered about. Secret Santa for me is great. You know, it's 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 the it's the Christmas version of being tactically astute because what you do, you deploy people in the correct position. So you all pick names out of a hat. You, you set a budget. You know, if it's work, it's a five or a ten, right? If it's maybe for your family, it's forty, fifty quid. The problem is people buy silly things, and you think, but look, just if you want to know what I want for Christmas, you know, take me for example. I obviously like football. You know, and beyond that, literally nothing else. So don't give me anything that's not to do with football. It's when people get you a silly gift, yeah. especially if it's a high budget. You know, it's a fiver, fine. Everyone's getting a joke, right? That's the point. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you are well, right. You don't I mean, seem to be so asking I'm, I'm, these questions. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just imagining what uh, what you maybe get for, like, Jamie Carragher or Graeme Souness. I mean, what what, what would I get for them? Well, I get Jamie Carragher yeah. a, a, a razor blade because the beard is atrocious. <laughs> I'm the only one who can grow a proper beard on Sky Sports, and, and that's a fact. I'd say, Jamie, you're, you're looking like you're going through problems now. You, you need to get rid of that beard. You know, it looks like things at home aren't good. <laughs> you you know, especially when he's got a wee, and he, you know, he doubles it up with a woolly with a woolly waistcoat. <laughs> Don't he's added hair in parts of his body that there shouldn't be hair. I know we're living in a society that's getting rid of hair. He's, he's making up for it. It's like carbon offsetting, but with the hair on his face. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Text us on 8.12.15. Why should we support your team in today's three o'clock kickoffs? On the whole, Dyson, we are a, a, yeah, we're doing pretty a well. lucky charm. We do do well yeah, for Yeah, Your team teams. tends not to lose, certainly. I say we, we don't lose, but we may draw occasionally. That's not bad, is it? I think we've only yeah, lost once. Right, you'll take that. Yeah, yeah, we're doing very well this season. So if you want, I mean, obviously we've gamed the system a bit by picking teams that are more likely to win. But if your team is more likely to win, then get in touch because they'd even be more likely to win if we support them. Maybe yes. not. Exactly. I don't want people gambling as a result of this. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I worry if we mm. oversell it, people are going to start like... No, they're Taking not this tips. to Ladbrokes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah these yeah, are yeah. not tips. We'll be really no. clear. <laughs> it's just two silly men being silly. Exactly. But do text us on 8, 12, 15 and let us know who we should support in today's 3 o'clock kickoff. Someone has said Man City. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's, that does feel like a home banker. That does, does, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, it could be a sensible move, that, really. Yeah, Stu Wilson says Man City, just for the stats, three points, home banker. What did yeah. you call me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, yes. I'm very sensitive. Uh, Actually, we talk, talk about what we do at home. <laughs> I am um, very careful. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> I had another gout attack last Saturday, and I've just been oh, all week just with my leg in the air. You're Which, again, joking. isn't a euphemism for anything. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a leg in the air all week. <laughs> Lucky boy. <laughs> no, I literally have no. just been sat there with it propped up on cushions. And you're getting gout. You're like seriously, you're like in your toe. It's I've had like gout for about two months. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had wow. it? Wow. No, no. I've never lived a rich in you know a lifestyle that's that rich in like port and steak and stuff and, and foie gras. But what, what's causing it? Let me be clear. I do not eat foie gras. I don't want to have green peas on a beef. I'm basically a vegetarian. I, I barely eat yeah. any meat. I'm allergic to fish. I drink loads of water, and they're the kind of three key triggers, and none of them apply to me. I'm mystified. Mm. Yeah, it seems strange that you would have it with that lifestyle. It doesn't make any sense. Well, shaking it off, I was on the medication. Oh, I was like, right, well, December, no. I've ordered in some Santa Gur cheese. Oh, Quite lovely. loads of red wine and real ale. No, I can't have any of it. Oh, that's awful news. Can you drink some cherry juice to offset it? A friend of mine had it. He used to drink cherry juice. Does that work? You know what? I went to the Polish supermarket last weekend and bought a load of cherries. 
There we go. Good. I, uh, you know what I would say works better? Strong medication. Okay, yeah, yeah probably, If you can get yeah. your hands yeah. on some of that, <laughs> then uh, you're in business. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. And here he is, Matt Dyson. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> so we've had a few suggestions here for Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Which ones have caught your eye? Uh, well, there's been quite a few coming in. Uh, some from the Scottish Championship support Heart of Midlothian today, says Ooh. the Pink Panther. Uh, but they're, they're away at Morton in the Scot. I you forget that Hearts aren't in the Scottish Premiership anymore. It's a sad time, isn't That's it? So when they're weird. in the, the second tier of Scottish football, the mighty Jambos. Yeah, it's not uh, the first time it's happened in relatively recent years. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They should they should always be in the top flight, surely. Uh, afternoon, Matt and Matt. It's got to be Wraith Rovers as we go up against Dunfermline. The Fife Derby in the Scottish Championship, says James. We haven't done a Scottish team for a while. That could be quite good, couldn't That's it? That's a good idea, yeah. Support Brentford, says Andy C. Uh, Derek mm. in Sterling <coughs> says, I would get checked for osteoarthritis, as the symptoms uh. of that and gout are very similar. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. And just for, you know, for any gout sufferers out there, um, it is a form of arthritis. I've been learning a lot about it. Oh, gout. is it? Right. It is, yeah. so it's not necessarily lifestyle-related. Well, it's about the build-up of uric acid in your blood. So, um, yeah, sure. Where Derek's yeah. absolutely right, I had to uh, have my blood tested to make sure that it was um, gout. I can't believe I'm talking about this on a. I can't believe you've got gout. A, a perky football <laughs> afternoon radio show. Wait a minute. There was that show when you first started on rock and roll football. I think we did a whole show about port, didn't we? So we maybe did. you were a bit obsessed with port for a while. Oh my Maybe word. this is coming back to bite you. In, in that moment, now. I sowed the yeah. seeds of my own demise. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah well, um, I was just, you know, you know what, Matt? Guys don't talk about gout enough, yeah? And uh, yeah, you know, well, football, exactly. everyone yeah, thinks yeah. we're big men. Yeah, People look to yeah. me and you and they think, look, these are big, <laughs> yeah. strong men. They're tough. You know, they're real yeah, men. Yeah. You know, yeah, they don't exactly, talk about yeah. things like gout. And I think it's really yeah. important that we do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're opening up the conversation about gout. Finally, someone's talking about it. It's great. You know what? I'm taking it back. Hashtag gout, I'm proud. Yeah. (laughs) Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. So it's decision time, Dyson. Who are we supporting in today's Rock and Roll Football Supporters Oh, dear. Well, this is a really really tough choice, isn't it? Um, A few people are saying we should back Portsmouth after uh, producer Will's team did so well last week. But I think they're playing Peterborough, who are pretty good. So maybe we should... Producer Will is kind of... He's saying no, but producer Nelson... (laughs) Even he's saying no. ...on the verge of walking out. He looks sad. I've never seen someone saddened by a suggestion on this show before. Mm Uh, Tracy on Twitter said Wrexham because of the old Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney buying them thing. And their form has improved, but they are, Wrexham are playing Torquay, who are top of the table today. OK, well, let's sod that. The, uh, I think... So, so definitely not that. <laughs> no. So shall we go for Man City? I think go I mean, for Man City be because what, <laughs> I would say is, well, what I would say is we often tend to pick, even though they're more likely to win, we pick smaller teams. We never actually yeah. pick... Liverpool, Man City. We never yeah. really pick a big one. Nelson People is that not don't happy. need our support. Yeah. People yeah, that I mean, I guess is that. But also, I think it's a sensible move. But what yeah, you have to remember yeah, is the more the supporters club wins, the more luck it brings yeah. for smaller teams when we back them. So we're like an investment yes, fund. You exactly. have to invest in the stocks that will give you returns. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. all winners if okay. this comes off. <laughs> what a feature that was invented to bring smaller clubs luck. Today, oh. we get behind the minnows. Oh. Manchester the game's City. Gone. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals flying in everywhere, including yes. an early one in the Premier League. Oh, yes, we're doing well. We've backed the right horse today. The first of many goals for Man City. Raheem Sterling, assisted by Kevin De Bruyne. Five minutes in, they're already 1-0 up against Fulham. And the people calling us sellouts. Well, you know, look, it's just one week. We're backing a different team and it's working for us, so it's fine. Why should residents of Manchester be punished? For supporting yeah, exactly, yeah. one of the richest clubs in the world. Yeah, and they're not allowed fans along because they're up north. So no clubs up north have fans in the ground. Yep. So we're trying to make up for that. Absolutely. We're trying to make up by that by adding our support. And, and uh, obviously, people might say, might they, well, the Fulham fans weren't allowed at the game either. And to that... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do we say? What do we say? Uh, well, they're used to it. That's what we say. Yes, 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 yes. If anything, Fulham have an advantage because yeah. they're from London, which, you know... 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, something about London. Um, <laughs> did you watch the Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight? I saw a few little bits of it, yeah. It was a bit of a, an exhibition match, wasn't it, really? Well, it's amazing. Like, depending on what age you are when certain things happen, you either feel young or old. And obviously, watching that made me feel young, and then there are other things that made me feel old. But um, I think Tyson said it made him feel old tra- training for the fight. I mean, there are certain times in my life... I mean, I don't know if you can pinpoint the moment, Dyson, the first time you yeah. thought... Oh, I think what, I'm getting I, old. Oh, no, I think I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, oh, they're, they're, they happen to me quite a lot these days, you know, like every time I see anything on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> when, <laughs> when I remember producer Will was born in 1994, I mean, that makes me feel really old. Yeah, but, he was uh, saying I think the, the break, actually. The he main one. He, he really he looks does, me in the eyes. He, really, <laughs> he really brings it up a lot. The main one, though, it all, for me, it all starts with the barber, uh, when you're getting your hair cut and he utters those fateful words for the first time, do you Something want for me the weekend? to do... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Do you want me to do your ears? <laughs> Whoa, what? What? What do you mean, my ears? Oh, yeah, they're quite hairy, aren't they? And then it moves on to the nose. And now the eyebrows, I have to trim my eyebrows. Yeah. Now. They're wild and yes. out of control. Mine have started going as well, yeah. That is yes. such a good point. So text us on 8, 12, 15. What are the things that make you feel old? And can you pinpoint the first time you thought... I think I'm getting old. 8, 12, 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's still 1-0 to Manchester City. An amazing early kickoff there. Coventry 2-0 up against Rotherham. We are, by the yeah. way, we've been accused in the past of being sort of anti-Coventry. I know, ridiculous. We're happy for them. And, and Tyler Walker's just scored the second, who uh, Forrest sold, and now he's scoring in the championship when we can't score in the championship. That's nice, isn't it? Let's not dwell on it. Let's not dwell on it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We're talking about the moment you realised you were getting old or things that make you feel old. Uh, text us on 8, 12, 15. You know what? I think the first one I remember is when I liked English mustard. Oh, yes. I think I was about yeah, 19 and I just thought, yeah, I'm getting on a bit Yes, now. that's My good. My palate is developing. Yeah, your taste buds develop. I remember it was olives for me when I suddenly <gasps> tasted them. I thought, oh, yeah, they're quite nice, actually. Yes. And now I understand it now. Yes, olives, red wine. Yeah, yeah. Totally, oh, yeah. I get this now. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. I understand. I'm now an adult. Um, for me, uh, and I can't stand mushrooms, um, tr- the sort of flavour of truffle, which I know sounds very decadent. Uh, yeah, but you know you get yeah. like truffle so, flavoured fries so and things. Port and truffles, yeah, and you're wondering why you've got gout. <laughs> well, actually, that today is a stage where it's being texted by Derek in Sterling about the details of gout. I guess is a yeah, getting gout is a is a fence post, a stage sign, post. Yeah. Yes, isn't it? Yeah. Oh dear. Thirty eight, and I've got gout. <laughs> I don't know where you go from here. <laughs> well, we're, we're, what? <laughs> Straight to the grave. <laughs> no, no. Gravy. You'll sort it like. out. You can, a lifestyle change uh, will sort it all out and lots of cherries and they'll be fine. Also, I, I, I love standing up at football matches, but I'm definitely getting to a point now where I'm like, yeah, uh, I might sit there next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good You know point. what I thought for the first time, and this is sort of, every ground will have their kind of quieter elements, but I usually like to go to the A block or the old Trent end or the lower Bridgeford at Forest where it's a bit rowdier. But yeah. when I thought about it recently, I was like, oh, I'd love to just sit in the upper Brian Clough now. Uh, just have a yes. nice view of yeah, it. And just, yeah, you're right. Just be quiet. Just have, some, have some mustard and olives and just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Take a, oh, you know what arrived today? A big what? pork pie. Oh, nice. Your Christmas pork pie. Yeah. I'm getting old, aren't I? <laughs> Texas on 8, 12, 15. When was the first time you thought you were getting old? And what are the things that make you feel old? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're looking to reward businesses across the UK thanks to Ford Commercial Vehicles, the backbone of Britain. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk now and you could win £1,000 for your business. Thanks to Ford Commercial Vehicles and the new Transit Custom Trail. We're with you on this journey. And talking about a journey... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Christmas air horn! (laughs) Oh, 
lovely. Let's be honest, that is an audio monstrosity. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's the first sign that Christmas is really here. Christmas is coming. When they drop the festive air horn, that's when you know. That's when you know. That's when yes, you know. But the, the big news is Manchester City, who we're backing on the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, are now 2-0 up. Kevin De Bruyne has scored a penalty, uh, beating Fulham 2-0. See, we make dreams come true. Exactly. The supporters club riding high with the streets in the sky. Now, we're asking you today, text us on 81215 the moment you started to feel old or the things that make you feel old. There's an amazing one here. Hi, team. The first time I realised I was getting old was when I saw a picture of a person on an age concern poster and I thought they looked young. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's quite a that moment, one. isn't it? That's amazing. Uh, Rebecca in Bradford said she realised she was getting really old. Old, uh, when uh, she got her new year sevens in her class and realised that she'd taught two of their parents. Mm. I mean, they get, she's going through the generations now teaching in Bradford. That's oh, amazing. that must be. That must be horrible. And actually, the thing is, 20 years isn't actually that long, is it? Like, 16 years isn't that long. Do you know yeah, what I mean? In the broad yeah. stuff that was 20 years ago, now I'm like, I, that doesn't feel like that was that, that longer. That's old enough for someone you've taught to have gone away, had kids, and then you'd be uh, yeah. like, what? Yeah. Uh, yes, no. So you'd be like, horrible. I've just been getting on with my life, I'm doing well in yeah. my career. And I here know. we are, I'm teaching uh, one of my former pupils' kids. This one's amazing, Wayne in Leeds. So it's first time I rolled a few years back with my nephew, <laughs> told me we were getting into classic rock music. I asked him what bands he was into, expecting likes of Led Zeppelin and Rolling Stones. His reply, Oasis, the band of my oh. 20s, is now considered classic rock music classic to my nephew rock. and his friends. <laughs> Imagine I'm getting into some really old music. What, like, Christina Aguilera, stuff like that? You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my word, that makes makes me feel old. So retro, yeah. Uh, um, Andy in Tottenham says, the first time I felt old was when I kept my old trainers to cut the grass with. That's a classic, isn't it? That's a great moment. You know, I'm not going to throw them away. I'll just keep them for the garden. Perfect. Texas on 8, 12, <laughs> 50. Although, if they're old trainers, aren't they going to be... They're going to be leakier. So then yeah, you're going to ruin you, your socks. You just don't want to ruin your new trainers, really, do you? you know, but it's just thinking about saving things to do gardening in is a sign of real ageing. Yes, or like just a T-shirt that you do the washing up in and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. No? Do I've you, got like a washing... I've got like housework. Do you housework. do that? You have a washing up? I've got some, you should I've, just wear an apron. Just like housework clothes, just crummy T-shirts that have like shrank oh, and yeah. warped. Yeah, yeah. So Producer right, Willis yeah. looking at me like, what's the washing up? Yeah. <laughs> Text us on 8 12, 50. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. When was the first time you felt old? Text us on 8 12, 15. We've got some amazing ones here. Dan in Mottingham says, I knew I was getting old when I watched E.T. a couple of Christmases ago and really fancied the mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's a good one. Amazing. Oh, I mean, you, you, you'll be worried when you start watching like the Sun Life Over Fifties plan and start fancying people on it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's when you're getting really old, or like Saga yeah. Holidays. Yeah, oh, he's a bit yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Helen uh, from Mid-Devon says uh, she realised she was getting old when she discovered that a cup of hot tea could indeed be refreshing. <laughs> is, it time to, is it time to collect my pension yet, she asks. That is a good point. Oh, oh, I'll yeah. tell you what, you, want, you know when you're getting really old when you watch E.T. and fancy E.T. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Halftime Entertainment. Today's guest for Halftime Entertainment is the best-selling author whose current book is still in the top ten Sunday Times bestsellers. It's been out for months. The author of the Rebus books is the one and only Ian Rankin. Ian, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Firstly, congratulations on your latest book. How long has it been in the top ten now? Uh, it's nine weeks and counting. Oh, my God. Wow. Like Brian Adams. Well, if it hadn't been for Richard Osman, who's been, can he, uh, you know, he's been, he's been at number one for about three years, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, he's like Brian Adams. You're like, what, what song knocks uh, yeah. Brian Adams <laughs> off? Yeah. Wasn't it another? Yeah, good question. <laughs> was it, uh, like, was it Whitney like, Houston? I'm more like Joe Dolce. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> 
Uh, Ian, uh, we've got you on because as well as being a, a, a highly successful author, uh, you're also a, a fan of Tottenham Hotspur. How did you end up being a Spurs fan? Um, 1986, I got married. My wife was working in London. The only place we could afford to buy was Tottenham. So we ended up uh, on the ever-popular Dowsett Estate, which is near Tottenham Hale Tube. And that was it. And did you start going to games then? Were you going to White Hart Lane back in the 80s? Back in the old days, yeah. I mean, 86, when we went there, it was Hoddle, Waddle, Hodge. It was Ricky Villa, Ozzy Ardiles. Oh, what a time. Yeah, I know. It was great. It was really amazing. In fact, the day we moved there, we had a kind of big moving van and we were driving down Tottenham High Road and all I could see was Glasgow Rangers fans. There was a friendly going on, and um, I just thought, "What? What is this? What is it?" And it was uh, that was it was my that was my introduction to Tottenham. Oh man! So when when you win the FA Cup fund in 1991, then and you break our little forest hearts, <laughs> that must have been one of the. Were you at the game? Did you manage to get to Wembley for that? No, no I was only in Tottenham for four years. By that stage, we'd moved to Southwest France. And this was in the days before the internet, um, so it was hard to keep in touch. You know, you couldn't even get the radio. So I was I, got, I was out of touch with the team for quite a while. But now, obviously, you're, you're living in uh, you're living in Edinburgh, and uh, you're still following the Spurs. Who've I mean, it's it's the best season probably since 1991, isn't it? Top of the Premier League table. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to be honest. Do <laughs> <laughs> you? I've got no idea how we're still how we're at the top of the league. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last time I went to a game was the 1st of March. 1st of March, I went to the new stadium for the first time with a mate of mine who lives in Edinburgh but is also a huge Spurs fan. Um, and we saw them getting beat by Wolves. So although the stadium was, was phenomenal, the result wasn't. Uh, and I mean, I was very, you know, very wary of Mourinho. I mean, I've been a huge fan of, of Poch. I just didn't much like Mourinho. But what can you say? You know, I mean, he's. They're, I mean, they're not having such a great time in Europe. I, I don't really know what's going on with these second-rate teams are playing in Europe and mm-hmm. getting beat by or getting draws with. But um, I mean, Arsenal. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the big one, isn't it? We always like to beat the Arsenal. Of course, yeah. Tomorrow's game, the North London derby, is very exciting. Oddly, I was at that Wolves game. That's the only game I've been to at the new Spurs stadium. Uh, a friend of mine how was. Come I, how come I didn't bump into you? Well, yeah. probably because you were in the posh bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't let oaks like me yeah. in the places you go in. I was, you know what? I, it was a birthday. It was a birthday present for me, mate, and I treated us. So yeah, we were in the posh bit. You're absolutely right. We got food. We got food at half time. What sort of food? Oh, just finger buffet, you know, but it was Kenny Posh finger buffet. Right, uh, you, you, you went in the cheese bar. There was talk of there being a cheese bar at the new Spurs <laughs> yeah, stadium, went, wasn't there? No, I wasn't. I mean, there's, there's a Kenny, there's like a, a Michelin style restaurant uh, that you can go to. The Galvins, I think, run it. The Galvin brothers, because they're Spurs fans. Oh wow! That, that, right. that, that was a bit. That was that was a bit too much for my uh, for my uh, credit card. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, I mean, got a friend. But even even like the cheapest part of the ground is incredible, and the pints are only four quid. It's the cheapest pint in London. What? Yeah, they've got their they've got their own brewery actually inside the stadium, I think. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a pretty decent pint. Um, and at the end of the match, we had time enough before our train back to to Scotland. We had time enough to go into a couple of pubs in just off Tottenham High Road. Uh, and that was that was a blast from the past because Tottenham High Road hasn't changed much since 1986. <laughs> you know, it hasn't like it hasn't been like some bits of London which have dusted themselves mm. off, got kind of shishi and all the rest of it. It's still a, a slightly gritty experience. Well, it is. Apart from the stadium, which looks like... I mean, even in the time that I lived in Tottenham, you know, it was a long time after you, but I lived around the corner from where you were. Going back and seeing the stadium there, it's like a spaceship has landed. Yeah, I know it's phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, it was it was because we were always very jealous. Whenever I was travelling between Edinburgh and London, you go past the Arsenal Stadium, the new one, yes. and you'd go, "Go, I wish we had something like that. Why don't we have something like that?" And uh, and now I think we've got slight bragging rights for North London as far as stadiums go. Ooh. Well, it's one of the greatest stadiums in the world. I mean, I, to be honest, that game, I I was there kind of as a neutral. Um, I, I was just looking at the stadium. I didn't really watch much of the game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, I mean, and it was a, it was pretty decent weather as well because although it's first of March, you know, we were wrapped up pretty warm, but the weather was pretty good. And yeah, this atmosphere, it's it's huge, but it's still got a bit of atmosphere to it. I mean, it's not quite up there with Anfield. I mean, the other time I saw um, saw Spurs uh, in recent memory was was at Anfield, and for atmosphere, you just you just can't top it, can you?
No, it's a very special place, and it feels very tight and close in, um, which was the old White Hart Lane really had. Um, so, with Rebus, then, Ian, do you is he a Spurs fan? Does it, would he have Spurs loyalties? <laughs> no, I've tried to keep out of that whole debate because in Scotland, if you make your character one or the other, you know, if it's Hearts or Hibs or Rangers or Celtic, you're going to lose half your audience. <laughs> so, uh, so he's agnostic when it comes to football. Um, <laughs> It's very clever uh, from a, it's, it's amazing how shrewd these detectives can be on, on, yeah, on book yeah. marketing. I mean, my, you know, you've always got to have a, you've always got to have a Scottish team as well, and my Scottish team are Wraith Rovers. And Wraith Rovers today, of course, have got a huge local derby with Dunfermline, um, and those teams have not been in the same league for a while. So the pair of them are now in the same league. They're both battling for promotion to the Premier uh, Premiership in Scotland. So that that's a tough, tough game. It is. And Wraith Rovers, of course, you're not the only famous fan of Wraith Rovers. Gordon Brown used to sell programmes for Wraith Rovers. So have you ever bumped into him on the terraces there? Yeah, yeah. No way! When he was Prime Minister, he would he would be doing something in London first thing in the morning. He would fly up to Scotland and he would be at the game by about half past three. I, I mean, I was being sort of facetious. I can't believe yeah. it. Wow. You know, yeah, I know. I mean, he went to every home game that he could get to. He's passionate about the team. Um, so yeah, that was quite. That is that is quite something. Um, and I've, and my fellow crime writer Val McDermott, she's got big adverts up at the stadium in Kirkcaldy because she's a lifelong Wraith fan. Her dad was a scout for the team. So yeah, Wraith Rovers have got all the best fans. In fact, looking at the top ten, Val McDermott is still in the top ten as well. She's eighth in the Sunday Times hardback fiction. So this is kind of like Wraith Rovers takeover of <laughs> yeah. British literary culture. Yeah, we just we just need Gordon Brown to start writing crime fiction, and that's it. We've got it wrapped up. Well, some people would say he wrote fiction for ten long no, years in uh, while he was running the Treasury <laughs> in, but I couldn't possibly comment. As you, I'm a big fan of Gordon Brown of course, as we all are on this show. Uh, well, but like Rebus, we take no political... I see why you can stay out of it now, actually. It's, um, it is a minefield. <laughs> but Scotland qualifying for the Euros, I mean, that's something that Rebus would be happy with, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, um, whether he would go to a game or not, I'm not sure. Um, and he's only got council TV, so he might not even get to watch it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but, yeah, no, he, I mean, you know, we're all delighted about that. It's been a long fallow period. And for a long time, the women were rubbing our noses in it because the women's team were doing so much better than the, yeah. uh, the men's team in Scotland. Um, I used to say that what Scotland is good at as a, as a nation is the pub sports. Give, it, give, it, give us some darts or a snooker table and we're happy. <laughs> or carpet bowls. Carpet bowls yeah. and darts. And what, what, I mean, what, I'm trying to think of like what other pub sports there are. Darts, snooker. Um, well, that's about it up here. I mean, pool. pool but yeah, I pool, don't know pool, pool, yeah. Or, yeah. No, we're not one for the kind of bar billiards and all that kind of stuff so much. No. Um, of course, we don't even have pubs at the moment, man. We're just, we're, it's, there's a drought up here because they've hardly been open since March. I know, it's terrible. So how are you, have, you got like a, have you got like a little bar at home? <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got a good, decent enough stash. I've actually just taken <laughs> the delivery of an advent calendar, which is 24 local Edinburgh beers. Oh. Uh, and you, get, you open up one, one window per day and there's your little beer waiting for you. And obviously the great thing about nice. it being delivered on the 5th is you've got five windows to open today. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just hoping, I've, I'm just hoping I've got celebrations. I'm hoping for a race, a race win, and then a Spurs win tomorrow. That'll do me. Well, it's a good job we got you early in the afternoon because you're going to be blotto after five caps <laughs> like super strength Edinburgh Lager. Um, Ian, congratulations on on your new book and the, and the amazing success of the, well the whole Reba series, but of the new one, A Song for Dark Times. And uh, congratulations to Scotland for qualifying, and we'll all be rooting for Wraith Rovers in the derby. Hey, thank you very much, man. Nice talking to you both. Cheers, Ian. Take care, mate. Cheers. Shut up. Bye. That was Ian Rankin, author of the fantastic Rebus series. Wraith Rovers and Spurs fan was today's halftime entertainment. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Amazing guest there, Ian Rankin. The thought of him and Gordon Brown. At... Yeah, <laughs> man. Rovers together. Amazing revelation. Yeah. In fact, when we were asking for suggestions for today's game, James got in touch and said it's got to be Wraith Rovers as we go up against Dunfermline in the Fife, Dar- 
five yeah. derby. Given that Man City are winning two nil, should yeah. we switch in the second half and start supporting Ray, Wraith Rovers? Yes, maybe we should. Yeah, let's do the Scottish we can Championship. Still, we can still support Man City, sort of. But yeah, then I feel like we're slightly kind of atoning for our greed. Yes, yeah, yeah. We've never done a switcheroo midway through, but I think you know, I think it could be the day to do it. I think this is a good enough reason to go to Starks Park, where Wraith Rovers are one 0 up against Dunthermline as well. So it's looking <laughs> well, pretty, it's well. looking pretty good on that front as well. How could we have known? <laughs> in honour of uh, Mike Tyson fighting Roy Jones Jr. in the week and saying that it made him feel old, we're asking you, what makes you feel old? And what was the first time you thought, I think I'm getting old? Text us on 8, 12, 15. Uh, someone here said, driving my car, not exactly a midlife crisis, uh, but a two-seater convertible, sun out, music on. I looked at the reflection in the shop window oh, to see people no. looking at me, thinking who's oh. that old bloke driving the car. I'm only, I'm oh. only 46. Oh, painful. Tracy in Cardiff realised she was getting old when she uh, no longer got asked for ID when buying alcohol. They don't even look at me to ponder or even try to humour me, the absolute swines. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is a horrible moment, you know, because like, it's like if in doubt, they'll ask for ID. Yeah. You just, they never even consider it when I go up now. Absolute never swines, of course, is the pig yeah. farm owned by this very station that we used to it tell is, me. Yeah. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. It's that time of the week where we cross over live to the My Sports News Centre with your personal sports headlines from the week. Thanks so much, Matt and Matt. Breaking news reaching us from overseas. Stuart in Canada has revealed he's installed two Christmas trees, a new modem, and even got a glass eye. Sources close to Stuart also state a family-sized box of quality street, although we haven't yet had formal confirmation. More on that story as it develops. I've got to be honest with you, Natalie. I've got no idea what the hell is going on in that story. Well, that's, that's certainly an impressive amount of things to achieve in one day. Who is this guy? Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's amazing, Stu. Well done. Uh, it is tempting when those tins of chocolates are around, uh, isn't it, though? Like in the office, you know, when they're just around, just tempting you in there, isn't it, Jim? You can be tempted to have a well, few. Well, no, no, because uh, uh, I'm on a day and we got left to one of these boxes, these tubs of quality shit. I didn't get a single one, but I saw you in makeup with a, a sort of brown. Peace Ranger Mouth. <laughs> I, think, I wonder what that would have been. I think some people have accused you in the past of putting the rappers back in, Jim. Uh, a horrible, horrible. I would never do act. that. I would never no. do that. <laughs> okay, That's not well, true. The jury's out. Uh, moving on, uh, Mark from Nottingham has confirmed the news he's completed police training school. Amazing. While well, we now uh, wishes his beloved Nottingham Forest could achieve something as impressive, it does seem that dream is very much a long way off. <laughs> let's not speak I mean we've got friends who support that club <laughs> so let's just tread carefully just, yeah, because we're yeah. treading on their dreams <laughs> yeah if you have true. anything else you'd like to report us on next week then you can always email us football absoluteradio.co.uk tweet us at Aaron Our Football and just to those of you that if you do get a, a tub of quality street miniature heroes celebrations roses any of the other leading or indeed uh, more uh, weird and wonderful brands yeah. Never put the wrappers back in. Make sure you share them out. And don't just leave the ones in that you don't like. Yeah, don't leave the bounties at the bottom. Come on. No, because I tell you what, there'll be a bounty on your head. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean smeared around your mouth. I'll tell you something, I, I, a lot of respect for you as a broadcaster, Natalie. But you're greedy. You're a no. greedy woman. <laughs> you're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Man City still winning 2 0. Wraith Rovers still winning 1 0. The Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club cruising to a yeah. two win scenario. <laughs> unprecedented. <laughs> oh, it's unprecedented because we've never backed two teams before. We, we picked City because they're about to win and we picked Wraith because they were already winning 1 0. But uh, these are details. Yeah. In honour of Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr.'s uh, fight last weekend, I think the combined age was over 100 yeah. between the two of them. Uh, ridiculous. And Mike Tyson admitted just the other day as well that he smoked weed before the fight. I mean, he didn't even give himself a chance, did he? Well, I mean, Imagine doing that before a big fight. It's ridiculous. Mm, I mean, we should say it is illegal. We do not endorse it. <laughs> Yes, I'm not sure it is where he lives, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not endorsing well, it in any way. It is in the madness. country that we're broadcasting in, Matt, and that is what Ofcom cares about. So, 
We do not condone it. It is bad for you. Now, um, it's it is. It really is. Yeah. Don't do it. It's, bad for it's you. really bad for you. I mean, I mean we are sounding old. You know what? You old. know what? I don't want to go it's down this cool. road. You know, you listen it's to not the, cool. Exactly. Okay? You know, the kids <laughs> that are doing it. If someone just explained to them, look, you think it's cool, but actually it's really bad for you. I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them would stop it. Uh, we're asking you what things make you feel old. Perhaps talking about weed is one of them. Texas on 8, 12, 15. Uh, someone here said, hi, lads. I knew I was getting old when I was standing at the urinals, no matter how long I shaked it. Well, you can guess the rest. Um, be oh, careful what no. you're doing in there, by the way. But I, I think it's a, 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 I guess it's bladder control yes. later life. No, yeah, it's true. It's a real problem. It's a real problem, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Uh, also, uh, Amy. You've been, you've been Amy texting on... the show again, mate. <laughs> Amy, Amy on Twitter says, uh, the moment I realised I was old was when I had to pluck hair from my chin. I'm 44. First time I've ever admitted to this in public. But all these things are normal, exactly. You know, Do you know what, guys? normal. In football, yeah. we don't talk about chin hair enough, yeah? <laughs> yes, we don't, yeah. I think we've got to do this. I think we've got to do a campaign, chin hair campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Maybe not. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a really bad idea. It, you know what? There's so many where people are like, it's like bands and things that make them feel old, and they say they've been listening to classic rock. Um, I know I'm getting old, and I remember driving down Guildford Hyde Street when it was two-way traffic. <laughs> you know what? That's what, Wow. It, you know when you realise, one of the things you realise is when you call places the things they used to be, Yes, go, oh, you know the yeah. um, the Weatherspoons used to be a bank. Before it was a it was a it was a Sainsbury's. Then it was a bank. Now it's a Weatherspoons. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Now it's a now it's a shoe shop. It's when you can't remember what certain buildings are. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a good point. But I mean, yeah. But uh, remembering the one-way system in Guildford in 1984 is one thing. Texting a radio station about it is particularly old-sounding, yeah. isn't it? Really? Sharon, you are ancient. Uh, <laughs> text us on eight twelve fifteen three. Of course, very young ages. So it's uh, it's really rubbing it in eight twelve fifteen. Oh yeah. Um, what makes you feel old? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're looking to reward businesses across the UK thanks to Ford Commercial Vehicles, the backbone of Britain. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk now and you could win £1,000 for your business. Thanks to Ford Commercial Vehicles and the new Transit Custom Trail, we're with you on this journey. <laughs> only yes. use that a few times this show but there are goals flying yeah. in Matt Dyson oh, and the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club continue to do great things both our teams now winning 2-0 Gordon Brown will be dancing in the streets <laughs> of Fife tonight <laughs> Frankie Masonda uh, scored in the Fife derby Wraith Rovers now 2-0 up against Dunfermline we should say as well in League 2 fourth division uh, Bolton are losing 6-1 yeah. at home to Port Vale Unbelievable scoreline. And sadly, in the championship, bad news, Derby have just scored away at yeah, uh, Millwall. Millwall, so. uh, one of the grounds that has got fans in it today, which should have given them some sort of advantage. Norwich City, by the way, losing 1-0 at home to Sheffield Wednesday. Obviously, they got beat Ooh. by Luton in midweek. Luton were allowed fans in as well. Um, so that's quite interesting, because Norwich have been probably the best team in the league so far. Yes, they have. I think this might mean... Does it mean we drop into the relegation zone, Forest? I think, after this, after today's event. Sorry to bring a downer onto proceedings again, but um, I think that's looking like it's going to happen. We're talking about things that make you feel old. Um, eight, twelve Football results are one of them. 8-12-15. Um, uh, <laughs> we've had one here from Tans in Torquay. He says, I knew I was getting old. When walking home pretty drunk, I saw stopped by a large house and thought, I bet that costs some money to heat. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what? The, the people yeah. in that house, Tans won't have realised, he'll have been stood outside that house for ages, pickled on his <laughs> way back, probably in a good hour just gawping at that house. The people inside would have been like, what is that strange man doing outside? Oh. <laughs> he came out and said, sorry, excuse me, mate, you got a problem? Just wondering how much it costs to eat your house. Yeah. Just wondering if you've got insulation in that loft. That's Hello, all. Police. <laughs> <laughs> Strange old man. Uh, Brian Weber in Bury St Edmunds says, I knew I was getting old when I pulled my work socks right up to my knees and thought to myself, ah, oh, that feels nice. Like work socks? What is it, football? I mean, there's very few jobs outside of sport that involve knee-length socks. He's just got long socks and he loves them. <laughs> I mean, what? 
<laughs> is he wearing stockings? <laughs> what what, uh, what job is that? He's got to let us know what he does for a living. Yeah, postman, maybe. Yes, I, oh, yes, uh, you're right. It could be socks that he wears for work that aren't necessarily part of the uniform, a kind of thermal vibe. Yes, yeah, like a halfway house to the long job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Text us on 81215, what makes you feel old? You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Drama in Wraith Rovers, Dunfermline. Yes, Dunfermline have got a goal back. Oh. 15 minutes to go. Oh, no, they've got two goals no, back. Unbelievable. No. Yes, it's two all. They've scored oh, two goals in two minutes. Oh, what have we done? Wow. <laughs> no, this is disastrous. We've cursed That's them. That's amazing. What a them. turnaround for Dunfermline. It's all Just our fault. As Gordon Brown was celebrating. It's now two all. Oh, dear. Um, Coventry oh, right, have kind okay. of become an unofficial part of this show. They are winning 3 0 yeah. at home to Rotherham. So there's that. 3-0 now. Uh, and Man City are still winning 2-0 uh, against Fulham as well. So, yeah, we, we're kind of... We're, we're, we're sort of spread bet. You know, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we do a kind of supporters club acker every weekend. And yeah, then, As yeah. long as one of our teams wins, we can claim some form of victory. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll cash out midway through when they're doing well. <laughs> Maybe we should do one in, in different... Uh, one for each country in the United Kingdom. But... Uh, Possibly not. I think Portsmouth have scored as well, judging by the fact that producer oh, Willis they are punching things. 2-0 <laughs> up now against Peterborough. And we're asking, what makes you feel old? Text on 8-12-15, beat this one. Someone says, you know you're getting old when you fancy the model advertising tenor lady. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson's yeah. face. I'm going to take sense to Nelson what tenor lady is. <laughs> He's got no idea what a world this young man is about to enter. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Oh, my word. Norwich City, Matt Dyson. Um, yes, Norwich City. Let me just check on my app. <laughs> <laughs> Norwich City on 2-1 up against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, uh, Max Aaron scoring in the 84th minute. That's two. Two goals in five minutes for Norwich, coming back from 1-0 down Did to be 2-1 up against Sheffield Wednesday. Incredible. Amazing. We were talking about how what a terrible result it would be for them, and all of a sudden they pop up with two goals. We were also nice. talking about um, what makes people feel old. Um, Stu says it's Stu from Newcastle. From New- That's how they say it, isn't it? Newcastle. Newcastle Everyone else says Newcastle. Yeah. They say Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's Stu from Newcastle. I feel old because via Facebook memories, it appears my Christmas jumper is 21 this year. His Christmas 21. jumper is 21. Wow, that's amazing. I don't think I I've mean- got any item of clothing. That's no, that for more than 21 not years. That, not that still fits. Certainly. Yeah, but then why'd you keep it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. That is amazing. He's also tweeted us to say he got it from Top Man in 1999, which is amazing. For, for an eyewear clothing from Top Man to have lasted that long is, is impressive. <laughs> is it, uh, and that is particularly surprising to you, is it? Well, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the quality of a Top Man item, but it's there more disposable modern fashion, isn't it? You wouldn't expect it to last for 21 years. There you go. That, that backtrack you could hear was the sound of lawyers putting down pens <laughs> back into their quills going, look we're praising the work the weekend. we're praising the work of the top man tailors here they've been next time Dyson they've lasted for 21 oh, years oh I thought I was in there <laughs> we should say as well Brentford and Blackburn both chasing promotion in the B derby uh, it's Ooh, now yeah. two all Jacob oh, Davenport yeah. Jacob goes crackers away <laughs> at uh, the honeybees oh, uh, yes. I've run out of buttons <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's all over in the Premier League. Matt Dyson. Yes, Manchester United have beaten Fulham 2-0 this afternoon. Who have? Not a big, Sorry, who has? Uh, Manchester City have Thank beaten... You. I, don't what you, I don't know what you heard. Manchester City have beaten Fulham 2-0 this afternoon. Uh, Man United about to play in the half-five kick-off as That's well, apparently. Like it, well, uh, away at West Ham. Bruno Fernandes starting on the bench in that one for some reason. Uh, but not as big a scoreline as you'd imagine against Fulham, so uh, uh, not an embarrassing scoreline for them. In the uh, Championship, Brentford Blackburn is about to finish 2-all. Birmingham got a late winner uh, at Bristol City. It's about to finish 
finish 1-0 there to Birmingham. Uh, it has finished, in fact. Coventry are beating Rotherham 3-1. Huddersfield 2, QPR 0 is almost a final score. Uh, Derby County have got a 1-0 win at Millwall. That was their first, <laughs> win of this, first win of their season for Wayne Rooney uh, in charge there. Uh, Norwich have come back from goal down to win 2-1 against Sheffield Amazing. Wednesday. Preston 2, Wickham 2 is almost a final score. Late equaliser for Preston in that game. A late own goal there. Stoke have beaten Borough 1-0. Swansea have beaten Luton 2-0. And uh, Cardiff are about to get a 1-0 win at Watford. And in the Scottish Championship, Wraith Rovers, who were 2-0 up. How did that end? It's about to finish 2-all, I believe. Sad times in, in the Fife derby. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. There were four goals in the Fife derby and six... Oh, yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> totally oh. ran out of gas. Dyson, always a pleasure. We'll be back next week. Download the podcast where you'll be hearing uh, an extended interview with Ian Rankin. Ta-ra. Well, well, there you go. The prime ministerial revelation. He was Gordon Brown used to fly up to watch Wraith Rovers from London when he was prime minister. Why didn't he get that story out of the time? I know. Yeah, it was really good. That's really good PR for him because it sort of changed the way I look at him a little bit. You know, I've got a little bit. I didn't have. I didn't have a lack of respect for him. I just think, oh, well, that's really that's really nice. He supports his local team and he's prepared to go to that length to go and watch them. He should have had, you know, some unofficial snaps taken while there that leaked out. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, Come on, definitely. play the game, mate. Play yeah, the game, on, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, but Ian Rankin was superb. Big Spurs fan. Uh, and, uh, well, the, the texts about getting old were hilarious. They were. There were so many of them, we didn't even have time to do them all. I was going to say they tickle me pink, but that's the sort of thing an old person would say. <laughs> the bee's knees, that's an old one, isn't it? My mum says oh. that. Oh, you look the bee's knees, you look dead snazzy. Oh dear, yeah, you look a proper Bobby Dazzler in that, <laughs> you do. <laughs> um, well, this is, well, this is the hooligan thing, so I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. keep forgetting we're meant to be tough at this side of the. Aging hooligans, yeah, we're allowed back in the grounds now, it's great news, isn't it? They've finally let us back in. Well, we're down our time, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Under the waste. rehabilitation of offenders, it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, it's no more, more outside the ground where the action happens, though, isn't it, really? Max. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I know this is now going around in circles, but every week I say this, there's no way on earth I could be a football hooligan. Oh, no, no. I don't like getting hit, for starters. It's horrible. <laughs> well, that's it. I often feel like sending some of these young football hooligans. Now, listen here. <laughs> Have you ever been punched in the fair? Rather unpleasant It's not experience. nice. It's not a nice experience. Who yeah. wakes up in the morning and thinks, I know what I want out of today. I want to get my clothes ripped, my face torn, my passport confiscated and my future <laughs> ruined. Just a tussle with other men. The answer yeah, it seems, Matt Dyson, after yeah. so many different uh, societal pressures, there's been quite a few people actually say, yes, please. Yes. That Ooh. sounds like a great Saturday, given the other options uh, available to me. Uh, that sounds rather good. Yeah, strange. it takes all sorts, doesn't it? You know, an- another old ah, person's phrase. <laughs> I've had an idea. I've had an idea. We could do posh football hooligans at this end. We could be an altogether better class of hooligans. Oh, yes. Yes, we should hunt them. We should wear jumpers (laughs) and we should have horns and hands and we should hunt them. We'll see how hard Millwall are when they're facing the chipping Norton pack. You come with a cotswold, son, (laughs) and see how hard you are. The R&R extras. <laughs> oh wow! It's just a lovely image. A lovely image of hooligans being chased through the countryside. Yeah, by, uh, that's right. Those posh people on horseback. That's great. But also like hooligans squaring up to a fox, going, "You ginger mug, <laughs> where'd you get that coat, mate? It looks knuckle to me. That ain't Stone Island. If you're wearing a bushy tail round here, mate, it means you won it <laughs> on a match day. Come on." I think this is just an excuse for us to do silly voices, but um, that basically is my whole career, so why stop now? Exactly. (laughs) 
That seemed to rather kill the banter. So we should probably leave it there. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. It is Christmas now, isn't it? It's official. Yes. Oh, yes. It's certainly it's, it's the Yule. We're in the Yule tiding times, aren't we? Have you got a advent ca- an advent calendar? Uh, I haven't got one, but uh, my wife has a cheese one. Uh, and why, uh, why haven't you got one? I just, I just, no, no one's bought me one. I haven't oh. bought one. Um, last year, I had a chocolate one sent to me at work, and I ate it all on the train home. So I think maybe it's punishment for that. You in awful one, in one pig. sitting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't deserve one then. That's why. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's what I think it is. It's it's karma coming back a year later. Can, can yeah. I just say something else? I feel really bad for calling you an awful pig. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's I was just fine. joking about the consumption of the chocolate, and I feel really bad now. <laughs> well, you do deserve an advent calendar. You know what? You deserve an advent calendar every day because you're such a special man. Oh, well, thank you. And what's on you? What sort of calendar have you got this year, Matthew? Chocolate. I, I treat myself to one from Harrods. It's a glow in the dark. Oh, uh, it's twelve ooh. quid. It wasn't too flash. Um, Why is it glow in the dark? Is that necessary? C- good point. <laughs> I, I just thought they thought it was like a selling point. Although actually, it says glow in the dark. I haven't actually seen it glow in the dark, and I have it on my bedside table. So that when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is have my little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's nice. What you know what? You know what it was. You know, I tell you, the real reason I'm I worried it, about your, your it had a nice style. festive design. And for me, <laughs> a lot of the chocolate ones don't have. They just have a kind of fairly rubbish design on it. And I'm like, oh, this is something that's going to be up in my house for a month, and I want it to look nice. Yeah, I want it to look good. Traditional, yeah, okay. you know, greens mm. and reds, um, old photos of Santa, um, you know, sugar-topped huts. Yes, I see. Uh, I mean, we've heard a lot about your lifestyle on today's show, and I, I'm frankly worried. <laughs> Having chocolate for breakfast, pork for lunch. You know, I know. What's going on? Right, we'll leave it there. Merry Christmas. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.